In a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Gotta interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Some breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome to the Weekly Cut Podcast. If you don't know by now, this is the number one safe haven for nerds as we talk things TV and film. I'm Brad, this is co-host Connor T. Hello. How are you? Have you noticed I do always do that fun back yeah, to do. me for Brad, over to you for Connor T. Yep. Uh, you're not feeling great? I'm hungover. Hungover. How, how many pints did we go last night? Oh, we started about two, we, didn't we? We sound like a David Brent thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just a 40 for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was a long old day at the pub. Uh, but anyway, follow us on Twitter, at Weekly Cut, and on TikTok. Keep yourself up to date. Here's what made your cut this week. We've got Fantastic Four news bomb that dropped, and still the internet is shattered from it. Gal Gadot speaks out on Wonder Woman 3. Barbie has caused major controversy in Japan. Uh, what do you say? Controversy or controversy? Controversy. Oh, fucking... <laughs> Sorry, you're mate. Yeah, oh, I hate myself. Uh, plus, we are ranking the top five favourite movies of 2023 and more. And of course, we are doing that trash bag. What movie was just utter shite? <laughs> uh, right. Okay, on with the news. Okay, so uh, following The Rock, we spoke about last week, Connor brought it up, seven figure he donated to the SAG Union Fund. Yeah. G. Pretty, pretty G. Top G. Uh, that's for, I assume it's for food. <laughs> food and so, more, I suppose. <laughs> a quick little update. The, the writers are liaising with the studios. They've been striking for months more than the actors yeah they are liaising with the studios and they're getting apparently close to an agreement the actors and the you and the actors and the, and the studios are no close to an agreement absolute That's nightmare so it's, st- it's still ongoing and what this fund i assume and you assume clearly <laughs> for a bit of grub bit of food have a little rent, shower rent maybe shower gel shower gel <laughs> bit of zoom. i don't know but it's just really really good that they get this fund because uh, otherwise the the studios will literally just wait them out yeah because they don't they're they're fat cats they're fine yeah um following the rock and his seven figure debut with the old uh donation i have got a list of other a-listers that have donated over a million pounds oh copying this is great copying <laughs> the rock starts the trend we've got meryl streep we've got nicole kidman we've got leonardo dicaprio matt damon arnold schwarzenegger j-lo and ben affleck Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, Hugh Jackman, Oprah Winfrey, and George Clooney. I think there might be some more, but those are the sort of the main names that stuck out. Yeah. Um, do you know what I hate when yeah. people go, "Oh, it's just peanuts to them. They should be giving I know. more." I hate it. Yeah, because how much money. do you give? Yeah, how much have you donated? <laughs> you probably donate nothing yet. You're having a go because they've given a million. Doesn't make it's sense. Ridiculous. It's like when people say Elon Musk should give all his money. <laughs> Oh, just to solve world hunger and stuff like Even that. Even though I think, I could be wrong, so don't quote me. I'm pretty sure he is the most charitable person in his, in alive. I'm yeah. pretty sure he gives the most money to, as he should, because he's the, you know, he's rich. But He runs the world, basically. He runs the world, basically. Yeah. But what I mean is, like, <laughs> he shouldn't have to give, people going, why is he buying Twitter for 40 million? When it, if he wants to buy Twitter... <laughs> They didn't buy it. <laughs> it might. If you anyway. want to buy a book, you buy a book. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I can't stand it people with that. We got a lot of that on our Twitter, if I'm honest with you. And it was quite frustrating. Yeah. Uh, if you had to pick anyone out of them, come run this <laughs> the list. If you had to push someone down a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Meryl Streep, Nicole Kidman, DiCaprio, Damon, Schwarzenegger, 
J-Lo, Affleck, Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, Hugh Jackman, George Clooney, Oprah Winfrey. You've got to push someone down a flight of stairs yep. and then have a drink with another one. <laughs> uh, I'm having a drink with Leo. You're on a drink sure. with Leo? Oh, that's mine, actually. I'm, yeah, okay, I'm with you. We'll all go together. Yeah, who am I pushing down the stairs? Maybe Oprah. <laughs> she is a bit annoying. She's a bit, yeah. She's Like that interview with... um. She done with Mega Marco. That yeah. what you gonna say? Yeah, she was a bit annoying. She that? was, she was annoying. Push it down. Fair enough. Okay, I just wanted to ask that. Um, right, let's move on to Gal Gadot because this come out of nowhere. We've been speaking about it for a sort of a month or so with regards to her future. It's a bit up in the air. Yeah. But then comicbook.com released an interview, and this is quote: "I love portraying Wonder Woman. It's so close to and dear to my heart. From what I have heard and been told from James Gunn and Peter." is we're going to develop Wonder Woman 3 together, end quote. Mm. What the shit is going on? Messy. Messy indeed. That's yeah. the best word to describe this. We said, poor Henry Cavill, I'm happy with the new Superman, I yeah. am. Yeah. But if you're going to change the guard, change the guard completely. Yeah. You can't have leftovers. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And Connor's right to mention that because the Henry Cavill fans are out in force. Yeah. They are fuming. Um, obviously, they're going a bit overboard, some fans. But I do understand it. Yeah, I do. Because I think I read somewhere she's a couple of years younger than Henry Cavill. Mm. So the fact that Henry Cavill being too old to play Superman, but you you may be keeping Wonder Woman and Gal Gadot. It's just you need a full reboot. I, I've got a feeling she's not. <laughs> yeah, so do I. I think she's going to be shafted. Either she's a producer or something or liaison. I don't know. Yeah. She's helping because she's such an integral person to Wonder Woman. I don't know. I don't think she's back as... Diana Prince Wonder Woman. Now, maybe she'll be there in some capacity because the Flashpoint messed up the timeline. Okay, yeah. So fair. she could, like, I don't know, be somewhere. And like then... A new Wonder Woman. Okay, I, I, get, I get that. Uh, yeah, I think I'm with you. Something's not sitting right on me. He hasn't debunked it yet, James Gunn. I just... Hold your breath on that one. Joe you know Hart gets to play new Super Wonder Woman? Go. <laughs> uh, the girl is playing Snow White. Rachel Ziegler. Oh, lovely lady she is. <laughs> Really nice lady. <laughs> she, she's only loved on the internet as well, so well, well, everyone would be really happy to see her. God's sake, Rachel. Uh, right. It wouldn't be an episode of the Weekly Cut, especially of late, without some fantastic forecasting mayhem. Yeah. Uh, last week, we updated you. I think the last we spoke about it, Adam Driver said, no, the script is poo-poo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shitty bum. Shitty bum. Uh, I don't want to be Reed Richards. I can't connect with it at all. Matt Smith was the front runner for Reed Richards. That's where we left you all. Yeah. That's where we left you. Now, via the next round of rumors come via Jeff Schneider and the Diz Insider. Um, let's start with Vanessa Kirby is reportedly been cast, not in the run-in, front runner. She has been cast as Sue Storm, a.k.a. Invisible Woman. Go, finger guns. What is she in? What's she... What would you know? You, uh, Mission Impossible, she's the white widow, the blonde-haired Oh, yeah, woman. of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw, she's Statham's sister. Yeah. You know, you, yeah, you know she I'm, is. Um, yeah, that's a good fit. I think. I think she's perfect. I think that's good. Yeah, that's good casting. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, and she's young, and she looks like... Um, Sue Storm. Yep, she's got a bit of weight behind her um, in terms of her acting. Peach people seem to love her at the minute. Yeah. I do. She's great. Um, I've also heard this by, via Grace Randolph, in fairness, about a few weeks ago. So I think this one is absolutely true. Yeah. I think we've got our Sue Storm. It's a weird one because I think you have to do uh, Johnny. So who's the main man? Uh, Reed, Richards, Reed Richards, who apparently at the minute is Matt Smith, is the, oh, yeah. is the lead. I am hearing, and we'll talk about it in a second, I am hearing that from Grace Randolph as well that they'll not give up on Adam Driver. 
okay. Apparently, they're asking wait whilst we get a better script in place. How long does he wait, though? I don't it's know. Like, I'm a busy man. Well, the, luck, well the striking is probably helping things because yeah. <laughs> they can wait. He can't do anything. He can't sign on to anything at the minute, Adam yeah, Driver. That's true. But, um, yeah, I think they are desperate for him. I wouldn't mind Matt Smith, though. I wouldn't mind him. I think he'd be good. I think people have short memories and are thinking, oh, my God, Morbius. Yeah. Come on. He's done... I mean, he was, literally, House of the Dragon last year, was it? He was fantastic. Yeah. He's a good Doctor Who. I'm, we're not fans of... Okay. Yeah, I think like, Doctor fans love him as exactly. Doctor Exactly. He is a very good actor. You watched last night in Soho, was it? Yeah, good, is Really good actor. Yeah. So let's just stop harping on Morbius for a bit. Yeah, leave him um, but Tyrese yeah. was in that as well. <laughs> come after him. Yeah, come after him. <laughs> I completely forgot he was in that movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, no, you, uh, I completely agree with Connor. I think fantastic casting. Moving on. Joseph Quinn has mm. been cast, again, not frontrunner, has been cast as Human Torch, according to the Disney Insider. Do you know who Joseph Quinn is? From Strange Things. Eddie Munson, that's yeah. right, correct. Yeah, I, I'll take that. I like that. I think that's really good. I do as well. I think he's perfect for it. He's not stunning. No, he's not. I know Johnny Storm is a bit of a womanizer. I get that, but he's not a bad looking lad. I think, yeah. It, yeah, I think it can work. And in, would you say that Eddie Munson was a little bit? I thought he was quite cocksure of himself. Yeah, I did. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. So that that's exactly what Johnny Storm is. And you can't have someone too handsome, <laughs> no, because then you're limiting yourself. Unless yeah. Henry Cavill no, or Glenn Powell, <laughs> yeah, we we called that fan cast ages ago. That'd yeah. be brilliant if it's Glenn Powell. But yeah, we're happy with Joseph Quinn. Then happy with that. I yeah. like it. Sounding good. Um, the next one, hilarious. Good for firstly Galactus. We, we've reported this by the way on Weekly Cut. Um, it's and on our Twitter at Weekly Cut. So we're, again, we're pretty sure this one's certain, and it makes total sense. Galactus will one hundred percent be the main villain of the movie. The little add-on that was oh. added last week is that it's a Latino actor. And then run it back through the rumours a few months ago. Mr. Antonio Banderas was linked to the role. Yeah. This has come full circle. So it looks like we've got our voice over of Galactus. What are we thinking? Puss in boots. <laughs> I, I will not think anything else. <laughs> Do you know what? That's such a good answer. An easy answer. Yeah. Zach, that's, that's how I look at it. Even hard. even like I know he's done was Mask of Zorro a like serious movie I can't really remember, can't remember. Uh, but I only see him as like the Spy Kids dad and, yeah and Puss in Boots and he's funny and Expendables and yeah. I only see the the com- comedic side of him so it just sounds really weird this big booming devourer of worlds but I, I guess he's a good voice actor right? is it just his voice that's going to be uh, well yeah I'd assume so because it's yeah. I mean. They're, Obviously, it was a massive cloud, which me and Connor have um, had a go at <laughs> Fox for doing that in yep. the in the two thousands movies. But it's going to be a big geezer this time, as it should be Galactus, yeah. um, as it is in the comics. So it's not going to be that'll be CGI. Yeah, yeah. Get a bit of you can you can get other voice actors like I'm going to say it again the geezer in Die Hard who's in their um, Invincible trailer. Oh, cop! The oh, cop. I know, sorry. Yeah, um, the, I know. I can't think of his name now. The, the guy who plays um, uh, John Wayne. John Wayne? <laughs> no, John McClane's yeah. uh, a police partner. It's got in a good that. Voice. Yeah, it's got a great voice. Yeah. Gets, yeah. I think you should. Yeah, I, I need more booming, death. You know, devour of world, yeah. life threatening. It doesn't really. Antonio Banderas don't do it for me, but we love him. We love him. We yeah. do love him. 
uh, I'd be interested to see what people think of that. We're going to do a, a tweet about this um, coming out on the on the Twitter. So let us know your thoughts on it because we're not sure on Mr. Banderas. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Are you um, allowed to say Twitter anymore? Or is it X now? Oh, yeah, well, it technically is an X. You can't say it. It's, it sounds rubbish, It's it? awful. Imagine I'm just going to, oh, he, he posted. I think it's called a post as well now. So they posted an X. That's shit. That's shit. Yeah. Yeah. Elon, all day. I like Elon, but fucking that is shit. Yeah. Um, oh, did you see about the threads, by the way? It's even worse now. Apparently, oh. it's about 87% of people that signed up have, have, off, have fallen off it. Oh, so yeah. it's now got about a daily average of 5 million users. I didn't even bother with it's, it. Yeah. I knew it'd be shit. Yeah. And as people are saying now, even the people that hate Elon Musk are saying, unfortunately, there is no alternative to Twitter. Yeah, this it's, is it. It's too good. Yeah, you can't, you can't get any better. You can't get any better. Uh, so, some other tidbits on, on that one. So, it'll be interested to see what Connor thinks. Um, Jack Quaid is cast in the movie, apparently. Okay. There was rumours that he was going to be Johnny Storm. He's not Johnny Storm. Put that to bed. Yeah. But he's cast in the movie. And we've also got Ebon Moss Backrack. You won't know who that is. Now you will when I say it's Richie from The Bear. Ah, a nutty yeah, yeah. cousin cousin um so there's a couple of characters the the thing hasn't been cast yet and neither is silver surfer um yeah. so i'm i'm i can't see either of them as silver surfer maybe that ebon moss as the thing as a voice yeah that'd be good because he can do the brooklyn you know yeah ac- accents and maybe that but jack quaid what are you thinking about mr quaid Where's he going to go? He's though? everywhere. He I, I, I do like him, but I don't know where he's going to fit in this. I've no idea. I can't see him as either of those. Things. I thought no. I'd just throw it out there. Yeah. Apparently, they're, apparently they're reportedly in it, and let's see what happens with them. Uh, right, and then lastly, I'm really interested to see what your thoughts are on this, because me and Connor have spoke about this a long, long time now, about how they the Fantastic Four come into play in the MCU. Yeah. Um, the movie is heavily rumoured, and now pretty much confirmed, to be set in the 60s. And they will be pulled out of time, I'm guessing by the end of it, like Captain America was, to modern day MCU, which is oh, how okay. they're going to be in the you know the new phases coming up. Yeah. Um, is that the best case scenario? Because you you've said multiple times on this podcast, you're not sure how they're going to... Who's going to go, hang on a minute, where have you been? Yeah, what have you been doing? <laughs> I don't know if that's the best. I suppose it's the only way. I don't know. Other than another multiverse, but then are yeah. people a bit sick of it? I don't, I don't know. I, but apparently this is the thing. We're going to see a full-on 60s movie, and then at the end they're pulled out of time. If they get the 60s right, that's quite cool. then it will work. Yeah. Like, don't, do a, don't do a Wonder Woman 84, wherever it was. <laughs> no, don't do that shit. That's a really good example. Yeah. Be careful when you tread on that. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I sort of agree with Connor there. It could be quite cool to see that in the 60s, um, but they need to be very, very careful how they handle that. Um, not just because it's the most important fucking movie in the MCU coming up. Because uh, if they fail that, they've basically failed the next two phases. They're done, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're you're, done. you're gone. You're done. Uh, right. Oh. Is that... <laughs> oh, do you I like don't know if you heard that. We've not been attacked. Uh, it's just <laughs> Siri. Oh, no, not Siri. Alexa. Alexa yeah. Who'd win in a fight? Siri or Alexa? Alexa all day. <laughs> all day long. Fair enough. Right. Now, we've gone through the Fantastic Four casting news. We've got a bit of a right wing uh, right side check here controversy con or yeah. controversy <laughs> what's been going on something's kicked off yeah. last week so obviously we've had barbenheimer we have indeed it's, it's taken over the world it has just like x has taken over this has taken <laughs> over has. um everyone knows the merge and there's been some crossover of marketing yeah been clever a People very clever and successful marketing campaign yeah. um but warner brothers japan 
are maybe understandably, but I don't know. I'll give my full statement. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, are upset with Warner Brothers America for allowing the Oppenheimer and Barbie crossover to happen. Yeah. Because of obviously Oppenheimer and yeah. Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Exactly that. And the memes on Twitter have been going mad. <laughs> so, bro, you've probably seen it. Whereas Barbie, we can say it, by the way. We, we're we're saying if you if you do get offended by that, then obviously please, yeah, please feel free to skip or, or leave it. But um, we are going to speak about some of those memes that the Japanese people have felt the need to retaliate with. Yeah, and and one the one you've seen everywhere is the twin towers exploding and Barbie riding on a plane. Is she on a plane? <laughs> I think she is. Fucking hell, that's a bit that's so fucked up, man. That's, that's mad. But what what is your thoughts on this? Is it fair game? No, I don't think it because Oppenheimer. You, you haven't seen Hiroshima or Nagasaki blow up in any of the marketing. It hasn't been mentioned. True. So I don't know why they're now targeting yeah. another disaster. That's a fair point. They've probably retaliated too much. Yeah, I do think they have a point to be to say that's a little disrespectful, and maybe the actual Barbie movie, like Connor just said, the Warner Brothers Barbie admin. Probably shouldn't have been like, oh, it's a summer to remember with Barbenheimer, yeah. Because we are we are dealing with, you know, a really bad something that was terrible in history. Yeah. But I, so I get that it was an absolute disaster and, and evil. But but yeah, I think I agree with Connor that you know putting pictures of the two towers, uh, twin towers is yeah, you can't do that. That's too far, isn't it? It's, I know Twitter's a different world though. Yeah, and if anything goes, American people don't seem to be pissed off. They're finding the hu- they're finding humorous side of it. Yeah, so I don't think it's actually worked. But I think they have apologized uh, Warner Brothers in, in America to to Japan and stuff like that. Yeah, um, and they won't interact anymore with Barbenheimer. But they've got the money now, so yeah, we win. <laughs> yeah, we. Win. Uh, so that's that. Uh, right, it's time for top. Five 2023 movies mm. connor's gonna start us off with his ranked number one i'm very interested because i've got no idea shoot my number one film this year is oppenheimer sorry japan it's mine as well okay so sorry <laughs> <laughs> shove your controversy up your ass <laughs> i'm not interested in it uh okay uh why is it number one for you uh, we said it a couple of episodes ago the Go film out. yeah good i'm episode. still thinking about this film 100 agree and it just sat with me and the score gets better every time i hear it as well and the story of that film and everything about it is just phenomenal. There's been nothing better this year. I completely agree. Uh, I think you do have to give that a terms. And we gave. I think we we rounded off at about a nine out of ten. Mm. Um, and then when you think of all the movies and you think of this year of 2023, big move might not have been the box office might have fallen short in terms of what they expected. It's still beating last year in the box office. I think it's just hit over six billion or something like that, yeah. which is great. Um, but when you think of the score, when you think of the acting performances, when you think of the visuals, yeah, when you think of the story, how clever that was done. Obviously, it's Nolan. Um, I can't put anything above it. No. Um, so, uh, yeah, for me, that's number one. Yeah. I completely agree. Winner, winner. Shoot me with number two. Number two, Guardians. Nice. Guardians okay. Two. Yeah. It's my shit. That's mine as well. Hey. Oh, yeah. Gully Gully's free. We're on the same, uh, same page. Absolutely agree. Why is that so high second for you? James Gunn's send-off. Yeah. It was... The best Marvel film we've had in ages. God. And we needed something. Not off. If you take away, that's a really good point. If you take away the No Way Homes and the Avenger movies, um, because they're they're obviously going to be bigger and grander because yeah. of what they are. Um, if you just talk in, you know, a standalone movies in their own right, fuck me, yeah, that is, is good, that's I can't think of I'm trying to think now of when the 
a most recent Marvel movie beats that, and I, I'm going back years here. Yeah. So I, that's a really good point. And it was emotional. Very oh, so, Even though no one died. Yeah. But it was just incredible. Heartfelt. Yeah. And yeah, as a, and, and the visuals were good as well. Yeah. So that, that's... Outstanding. That hallway uh, fight scene. Oh, yeah. I watched that. Uh, it's on my screens. I'll just say it now. I did... Um, it's on Disney Plus now. Dropped yeah. on la- uh, last week. Um, we just rewatched it, me and Jade. Uh, we Jade, Jade was crying her eyes out again the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, I got teary-eyed. The action's just as good. I probably enjoyed it a second time even more. Yeah. Um, so absolutely agree with that. Number two of the uh, top five. Nice. Number three, what you got? Now, this is where I started to go a little bit wayward. I wasn't sure, but I've gone for John Wick. Okay. And I, I think in terms of an action film, okay, outstanding. <laughs> the, way, the way you <laughs> laughed when you said outstanding. <laughs> Do you know what? As we've said it, we said it on the podcast, uh, it was probably the best action scenes I've seen yeah. in my lifetime of an action movie. Yeah, and the, the nice cool suits. <laughs> the nice cool suits from Mr. Bill Skarsgård. Skarsgård, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah do you know what? Uh, that is number... Um, oh, my God. Mine's Sean, mine's Sean McFour as well, number three. How weird is this? I wonder if we've on? got the same list. I'm shocked that you've not put something else there. Ooh. What's your number four? Number four is Mission Impossible. I think you forgot a movie. Go on. Have you got Across the Spider-Verse on here? No. And do you know what? I'll come to that. Okay, minute. save that. Yeah. Sorry, I'm really surprised. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, right, so John Wick's three. At the minute, me and Connor are step for step, beat for beat, the same. Yeah. So what's your number four? Mission Impossible. Yeah. Okay. Is that yours? No, mine is Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. Uh, so why is Mission... I mean, uh, by the way, these are all fantastic movies, but why is that number four for you? I think... We had a chat about this again. Go back to these episodes because they're good at it. Do it, please. We <laughs> the, the story, the villain was a bit of a letdown. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. But I just love watching Tom Cruise. <laughs> I just love watching these stunts. I just love watching him. And I, know, I think it was, it was a it was a good film, one of the best Mission Impossible films. And it all, it was also a, a dead reckoning part one. Yeah. So that might the film might have more weight once part two comes around so i think i probably didn't take that into account a little bit when we were doing our review of it yeah and i only thought about that recently and you've just summed it up perfectly there um the, the train scene at the end just phenomenal the way that him and Haley atwell were moving through those carriages um the villain the villain was it's weird because the villain was bad but that that actor I, uh morales i morales, can't remember his name was good yeah but, and the and the action scenes were great, etc. And we know Tom Cruise doing it, so yeah, I think that's deserved. Yeah, mine was across the spine of us. Oh, okay. Um, I I just thought story wise, it was phenomenal. The animation was groundbreaking. Um, again, that's also a bit of a part one type movie. Yeah, I don't know if you remember on the podcast we said that maybe let it down the fact they didn't call it part one. Yeah. It should have been called Across Spider-Verse Part 1. But, but anyway, okay, yeah, that's my fourth. What's your fifth then? What's going on here? Man? I was torn here. Now, my fifth is a, a Netflix film. Right. And I was torn between Extraction 2. Oh, nice. Or Luther. I went for Luther. I'm not going to lie, I completely forgot about Luther. Yeah. The Fallen Sun, completely forgot about it. And I put that in. I think a lot A lot of it was nostalgic because I, I loved the series. Yeah. And it was just like... they transferred it perfectly to film yeah okay fair enough that's actually a really good pick out that that exceeded expectations yeah. that movie i think i was i was a bit worried that was going to get rinsed i don't know why yeah um but yeah that's a really good movie andy circus is horrifying oh, it's it? horrible it's absolutely horrible yeah it's it's almost boring to say that idris elba's cool as fuck and as great as <laughs> he's great as john uh john luther but anyway yeah really good pick out my number five um is air movie 
Oh, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that. And I Con- thought that would make my You list. are going to absolutely love it. If you'd watched it, I know you are going to watch it. Yeah. When you watch it, I'd be shocked if you didn't amend this five. But that is such a fantastic movie. It's a not, It was between that and Across the Spider-Verse, depending on what day I'm on. Yeah. Um, it could go either way. Uh, so, yeah, Air Movie's just brilliant. I recommend everyone. I think it's on Prime Video, so go watch it. Ooh, uh, right that? now, I need your... Uh, we're going to at the end of the year we're going to come up with a, a, a good name for this award but at the minute we're going to call it the get in the bin award yeah and that is what movie that covered all the bases of letting you down yep. pissed you off yep couldn't be asked of it and wish you had the men in black one mind swipe afterwards what movie done all that to you for me now there's two <laughs> i've got two what's your two um i haven't seen films like shazam i haven't even bothered to see films like that no um, the Flash can probably get in the bin. I, th- I think that's a. F- I think that's really fair, actually. Because yeah, that was such a disappointment. Because of how hyped up. Unfortunately, it was hyped up. So yeah. that's why there's worse movies, probably. But yeah. the way the weight this movie had, I think you're absolutely right to and put that in the run. The visuals were shit. <laughs> yeah, mate, <laughs> they were terrible. Those, Those babies. That scene. Oh my god, it's horrifying to watch. I watch, rewatch it again. It, yeah, it don't hold up any better. Yeah. Um, and what's your what? What are you flirting with? I then? think the one I'm going to go for is everyone knows. Fast X. <laughs> Fast X has to get in the bin. I'm sick of these films. They mean to stop being made. <laughs> uh, okay, that's fair. Mine was a toss-up between... Quant- Let me just, sorry, can I just confirm? You are going with Fast X. Forgot about that one. You just heard what I was going to say. Yeah, forgot about that. Right, let me mull this over in your head. Yep. Let me give you mine, and I'm going to come back to see if anything's changed, because yep. they all they all have got issues. So I uh, a little bit of voice broke there. A bit. Mine is between Quantumania... And Fast X. Yep. Um, Fast X, for me, was a massive, massive letdown. Yep. It wasn't even enjoyable, and I've enjoyed... Unlike you, you're not a fan of the franchise. I am a fan of the franchise, and they let me down big time. It was embarrassing. That was one of my favourite reviews we've ever done on this podcast, because yeah. we were we were laughing throughout. So many ridiculous moments. Um, but then Quantum Mania, the reason I think I'm giving the wall to Quantum Mania is because John Major should be in prison. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, the, reason, the reason I'm giving the award to Ant-Man and Lost Quantumania is because that also let down story-wise massively, but the swing that was going for in terms of introducing the next big bad of the MCU, which is the biggest IP currently in Hollywood, yeah, setting up the next decade of movies... I think that is the one I'm going to put in the bin. Yeah, I think I'm going to oh, take yeah. Fast X out of the bin. Yeah. And put Quantum Mania back in. Yeah, and just throw Fast X. Yeah, it just goes in the street. Yeah, in the street. Let a bug. Someone might pick it up. Someone might. You never know. Uh, but we're, we're shoving Quantum Mania in the bin. Yeah, that was, a, that was really disappointing. Re- it pissed me off massively. Yeah. Um, it, it, it Finally, it was good to see that actually Rotten Tomatoes, because Marvel gets some... Re- gets Now, they're getting fairer Rotten Tomatoes scores, but... When I saw that, I went, I bet this gets 80% like loads of other shit ones in the MCU. Yeah. Big fans in the MCU, by the way. Um, but we yeah. actually are. Uh, but yeah, that's in the bin. Yep. Get it in trash. Confirmed. Okay. That was actually, re- do you know what? We were more aligned than I thought we would be. Yeah. Top three. Solid. Sup- I'm surprised my takeaways here. I'm surprised about Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. But then again, all the movies you've put on your list are like eight out of 10 above. Yeah. So it's not like anyone's not a great movie. Um, brilliant. Loved it. Right, let's move on to our infamous segment, What's on Our Screens? Tell me! Talk to me. I have finished The Bear. 
Oh, you have? Yep, finished it. Oh, I, I, was a li- I had a drink yesterday and I know you mentioned this. Did you like it? I loved it. You did? Oh, thank I God. absolutely loved it. Me and Holly, it's, it's so emotional, that thing. And it's just chaos as yeah, well. Yeah, absolute chaos. And uh, me and Holly were getting closer and closer off the sofa on the edge. Just like, watching it so intently. No phones in hands, nothing. It's really fucking good. That, that's a testament nowadays is the no phones thing. Me and Jade say yeah. that when we don't, when we realise, and that's what the bear done to us, we barely touched our phones yeah. and that's when, you know, a, mo- a show, sorry, is really good. Um, yeah, just brilliant. It's one of them ones for me where everything, it's one of them shows everything comes into place. Yeah. The story just works. Every single actor is brilliant in it. Yeah. Um, and it just, nothing, nothing lets you down. It's just absolutely brilliant yeah what a show oh and um richie is fantastic his like coming of age story and yeah. him finding himself it was episode seven forks people remember it was called forks yeah where he goes to that really posh restaurant yeah. and runs it oh it's so good i was so happy for him man. yeah I, mean, I think we high-fived <laughs> yeah i think we did high-five one one <laughs> moment where me and jay done that we jumped off and i was air punching was when in the finale no, was it was it a finale? We're in in when they're doing the family night, yeah, and it all starts going wrong, and and Kami gets locked in the the freezer, yeah. When Richie comes in, and he's he's his whole demeanor's changed now, and he's so calm, and he goes, he looks yeah. at Sydney and goes, "I can do it," yeah, and just they stare. He, he doesn't say anything. He stares, and she goes, "Okay," and he goes, "She, she goes, we've got five minutes, or we foul." And he puts the five minutes on the screen, oh, so good. and then it starts counting down, and he takes ten seconds, doesn't he? Yeah, he's silent for ten seconds, looking at all the paper, and then goes. Oh, it is insane. That's when I jumped up yeah. and I, oh, it's just brilliant. Uh, anything else on your uh, screens, mister? No, nothing. Busy boy, fair enough. Yeah, World Women's World Cup. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of that. It's actually been quite interesting. <laughs> I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I have enjoyed it. England scraped through today, for God's sake. It was, yeah. Awful game. Yep. Uh, but we're through. Sorry to the American listeners, you're out. Hooray. Hooray. I'm sorry, Megan Rapinoe, I cannot stand the woman. Did you see what her post-match thing did? No. She went, they went, what was, what was your takeaway from the World Cup and what's your favourite thing about playing in America for the American women's team? Uh, what do you look back on? Because she's now retired. Yeah. She went, probably equal pay. <laughs> oh my God. She's insane. I think that's why like, the advertising was um, USA versus the world. Yeah. Because they've been so insufferable. Yeah. Especially her. 100%. And they've just, I feel sorry for the other girls because yeah. her and... She brings it down. Yeah. And Alex Morgan is a little bit annoying as yeah. well with the tea's sipping. Uh, but yeah, she, she does bring it down. Yeah. So it's so annoying. Um, anything else on your screens? Was that it? No, that's it. All done. Fair enough. Uh, I have watched Yellowstone. Oh. Um, I, I think I like it. Okay. It's really hard to get into. The first episode is an hour and 30 minutes, I think. Ooh, and then it, then it goes into 45 minute episodes. Um, but long story for people if you're worried because uh, you're confused I was thinking what the hell is this show it sounds boring a bit like the bear yeah but I think it's good and it's um old what's his name Kevin Costner yeah he's got he's, he's like multi-millionaire he's got Yellowstone Ranch which is in Montana absolute thousands of miles of acres yeah and you've got the Indians, native Indians are getting powerful through um, their casinos and they want to take their right, what they believe their rightful land back. Um, uh. And then you've got developers, billionaire developers that want to take his land and build stuff on it. So he's fighting them and they're, and he's got like an army. Like, that sounds quite good. And he's, he's a little bit, um, he's brilliant. He, he's like so smart. Yeah. And they're cowboys. So it's the Yellowstone Ranch. They're all cowboys and he's got like an army of them. 
and he's all his children are one's a really powerful lawyer one's a really powerful headhunt headhunt owned it's actually really I think yeah. you of all people would love it yeah maybe I'll watch it it's modern day as well so don't you're just not like oh, olden good. times yeah that's why I didn't want to watch the 1983 uh, no, eighteen eighty three, which or whatever it's called, with Harrison Ford and oh, yeah. Sim- which is a prequel to this. So I'm not interested in that. Do but yeah, what, what puts me off it though is when you say like episode one's an hour and a half. I think that's long. Like the bear was what twenty five minutes opening episode. So easy, wasn't it? Perfect. And also, we were really in- interested and invested in that story. So you yeah. don't need these. Yeah, I completely agree with yeah, that. But I'll, I'll give it a go. I think. If if you get time, I, ge- I generally recommend that. Yeah. Uh, that's it for me on screens. Should we move on to scraps? Scraps, scraps. Bunch of scraps. Talk to me, Terry. What you got for me? Um, I have a. I keep bringing up the sad scraps. Um, I can't remember his name. I'm trying to find it. Oh, I know. Urgently, Salamanca. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, Hector Salamanca, the actor who plays Hector Salamanca, passed away. That's terrible. Yeah, I don't know how. I didn't even know he was ill. I didn't. I no, no, no yeah. idea. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, that sort of shook the world a little bit because he was. He was. He was. Um, what was that? That French? Was it French film? I can't remember. But he was renowned for that. But yeah, I, I, I know him as as that. You know, ding, ding, ding guy. Yeah. Um, let me get his name up just for. Yeah, I feel like we purchase. should. Yeah, uh, Mark Margolis. Oh. Yeah, so rest in peace, Mark. Rest in peace, big dog. Um, another scrap. Not really a film or TV scrap, but obviously Ryan Reynolds and. Um, What's his face? Rob McInerney. Rob McInerney. Paul Wrexham. Yeah. Everyone's on the hype now. So Tom Brady's got on the hype as well and has <laughs> bought Birmingham. I'm really shocked by that. Uh, they're just, uh, it's, it seems to be the way forward, getting a, a face yeah. at the front of their investors. Oh, it's just strange, isn't it? Now for American listeners, Birmingham City are a big Midlands club. Yeah. Um, so Huge. Tom Brady's come in and say, I don't think he'll do anything. Though. No, he won't. He's, he's just a, he's give some money and he'll be the face and they'll give him money. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be it. It's, it's purely that, it's that case. It's not like where I think Ryan Reynolds is fully the owner and, yeah. and stuff like that. He is literally, uh, I think he's got like a, it's not a majority, a minor share yeah. in it, but they, they will just pump his face over all their brand now. Yeah. And his video said, um, I enjoy being the underdog. Never oh. been an underdog. Never been an underdog. Kind of pointed that out. I've really, that was ridiculous. What are you talking about, Tom? Uh, yeah, great. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Anything else here? That's it. Uh, nothing for me. All I will just say is uh, Barbie has joined the Billion Dollar Club. Um, it's now, it's up there. Um, I think it's one point, just about to hit 1.1. It's, I think it will meet Super Mario Bros um, and meet the 1.3 and it'll become the highest grossing movie of 2023 I'm about to post that on our Twitter so go check it out at Weekly Cut it'll be on there the top 10 of uh, 2023 uh, but brilliant for that and also Oppenheimer passed half a billion excellent fantastic really stuff yeah. uh, love it right next week we'll bring all the trailers we've got the news the updates on the SAG strike um, only Murders in the Building comes out you need to pick that up, big I dog. Will. That's yeah. good. We're not not doing a breakdown, but it's such a good show. We recommend it here. Yeah. Uh, but we'll bring it all for you. Come back, you nerds. And thanks for having us in your ears.